Hello, fellow roamers. Welcome to this week's episode of Roaming West River, your favorite podcast for all things West River roaming. I'm Miranda. And I'm Jeff, along for the ride. We are coming to you from Rapid City, South Dakota. Get ready because you're about to embark on an extraordinary journey. On this episode, we'll dive deep into the captivating wonders of Custer State Park, located in the heart of the West River region of South Dakota. Join us as we explore the breathtaking highlights, including the world-famous Needles Highway, the tranquil beauty of Sylvan Lake, the trails that beckon hikers and nature lovers, and the fascinating history of the State Game Lodge. Get ready to discover the ideas, opportunities, and strategies that will inspire you to create your own remarkable adventures. So with that, let's get roaming. Um, really quickly before we get started, I did want to ask you what you've been up to lately. I haven't really seen you um, here lately. so right. We took a, a bit of a break from our podcast. I have a son that got married a week ago, and Matt and Carrie, yeah, congratulations. I'm glad you're still married here seven, six days later or so. <laughs> so they were married in the Keystone area beneath, not directly beneath, but you can see Mount Rushmore from the venue where they got married. And we had a lot of relatives in the area. So I had busy days prior to and a couple of days after of doing tours and telling tales to relatives. So it was all great. Everything worked out. Yeah, I got I had the opportunity to join you and your family um, the day before the wedding. And so that was really awesome to be able to meet your family and go on some of the tours with them, too. So, yeah, it was great. Thank you. Um, well, I was able to hike Black Elk Peak, which has been on my list of things to do since I've moved here. So me and some other teachers um, took a Sunday and did that. Um, we did the number nine trail that you've talked about a lot. Right. So. so for those of you who don't know what that means, Black Elk Peak is the highest point between the Rockies and the French Pyrenees. So it is the highest point east of the Rockies in the U.S. The number nine trail is... Uh, Trailhead for that is at Sylvan Lake, as you know. And then you came down number four then? No, we came back down number nine because we were a little afraid that we would empty out somewhere 20 miles away and have to hitchhike back to our car. So And and people have done that because there are numerous trails, some of greater length that that head up to Black Elk Peak. But the number nine is the most popular. It's 3.1 or something miles total. Mm-hmm. So obviously six plus miles round trip. And I think you go, it's a, it's a gain of, a, you, you go up about a thousand feet in that three miles. So it's not too terribly difficult. No, it wasn't. It was, it's listed as moderate. And I would agree with that. I think the last half mile was the most strenuous because you are climbing quite a bit more. Right. Um, but the views at the top were amazing. Um, it was really fun trying to figure out what everything was. We saw, we could, Definitely see the KOA, the Palmer Gulch yep. KOA. So um, that was cool. And then, but I was a little bit disappointed to see the backside of Mount Rushmore and it didn't have the rear ends that you see. Yeah. <laughs> there are postcards available with that. So you, you could do that. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, we'll have to sometime then do the number four trail, which is less traveled and goes through the cathedral that. We'll uh, explain what that is later today when we do our um, the meat and potatoes of our podcast. Right. Yes. So um, check that out if you can. That's an it's an awesome hike for sure. So okay. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into our episode. 
The last episode that we had when we were on Iron Mountain Road, we left you at a crossroads trying to decide which way we were going to enter into the park because there's more than one way, right, Jeff? There is. So we could stay on Iron Mountain, head to the lower portion of the park, and uh, or we could turn on Playhouse Road and head up to Needles Highway. And I think we discussed, well, you might want to do this based on weather. But all things being equal, let's go do the Needles Highway and travel uphill. So if you have your choice, I prefer to go uphill on the Needles. It's just better viewing of, of the things. So it's about a 14-mile drive, narrow road, windy, twisty, meant to scenic road. So created in 1922 by Governor Peter Norbeck, who created Custer State Park. So with that, we'll we'll take a drive and a lot of rocks, a lot of trees, some wildlife, not not as much as on the loop that we'll do later in the lower portion. And eventually, very shortly, uh, you come to a little picnic area with some bathroom break there, and it's called the Hole in the Wall. And sometimes, knowing what's coming ahead, I'll turn to the people and say, hey, do you remember Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kid? Remember their gang? And sometimes they can say Hole in the Wall, and sometimes they don't remember. After we go through all that, I'll say, well, here's the hole in the wall picnic area. And, and then they get, oh, were they here? No, they had nothing to do with this whatsoever. It's just a little creek with a little, I don't want to say cave, but it, it's a little opening. It is a little in, hole in the, the wall. wall. Yeah, it's a little hole in the wall. Yeah. So if they need a bathroom break, whatever, you continue along the heading uphill because you're going to go up in the 6,000 feet. So this is all coming off of Playhouse Road, though, right? right? Okay. Yeah, we, we took Playhouse oh. Well, we'll back up. Uh, we came down Playhouse Road, the playhouse that's there uh, in the summer. Actors, uh, singers, dancers, whatever, they try out for the various plays presented there. So they're very far off Broadway, and that's in Custer State Park. So we follow Playhouse Road until we hit the Needles Highway, and then we head up past the hole in the wall. And then we continue going uphill, and we find another tunnel, very narrow, one way, called Iron Creek Tunnel. And you point to it and say, there's another tunnel. And sometimes they're looking for Mount Rushmore. And you have to say, <laughs> no, not, not on this one. And then uh, you just keep going up. So the needles that you now know were, um, I, I am often asked, and, and you probably have been too, well, what are these needles? Because they're looking at all these pine trees, and it doesn't make sense. All the pine needles on the pines and the short ones on the spruces. And... So I, if I've done my job, I've told them the center of the Black Hills was a lot of volcanic uplift, a lot of magma that pushed up and was under for two billion years. So a lot of that was liquid cooled very slowly. And then about 120 million years ago, the soft material that covered all this eroded downhill um, from the top of the Black Hills and exposed this rock. So a lot of these rocks just they're pointing up very narrow, thin, large rocks that point up. So those are the needles, these these rock formations. They're definitely very distinguishable, right. for sure. So. And, you know, along the way, you're looking for rock climbers that sometimes you see um, climbing these rocks or sitting on top of it. And um, I, the only thing on the rock climbers, I can assure you, Miranda, that will not be me. I'm, <laughs> I'm more of a hiker on trails. I don't want to climb those rocks. Yeah, but they, you know, to each his own, they love that. Um, eventually then there's, there's a place to pull off there when you're, you're near the top and you're really starting to say, oh, here's why they're called the needles. And, um, there's a place there with some information on Nicholas Black Elk and that's who Black Elk Peak is named after. 
and Nicholas was a young young man at the, maybe ten years old at the time that Crazy Horse had his big victory over Custer in what is now Southern Montana, and then very shortly thereafter that way of life ended, and Nicholas spent most of his life on agencies that we now call reservations. Nicholas converted to Christianity and converted many natives to that as well. So that's who he was, but there's information there and parking lots where you can safely pull over for your pictures and you, you most likely will want photographs. And by the way, uh, Miranda, kudos to you on your, your website, your Instagrams, your TikToks. So a lot of videos. So if, if you can't picture what I'm rambling about here, folks, you can see her pictures on the website and the Facebook page yep. named Instagram Roaming and West River. And all of that is in the show notes, but yeah, it definitely kind of puts a visual to all of the wonderful information you give us. Right. right. So. so one particular spot along there, uh, there's a, to me, it's the most impressive thing on the whole drive. It's a, a series of these needles all near one another and it's called the cathedral spires. And um, I, often hey guys you want your picture here or do you want it in the vehicle out of the vehicle what have you and they almost always want that so the cathedral spires is great and then very shortly after that you get to a road that turns sharply to the right and then makes almost a u-turn back to the left and there's often a lot of cars parked right there which makes your driving difficult two-way traffic on this narrow road so you want to be cautious and do it slowly and carefully but the parking lot is there because it's one of the many trailheads in that area that will take you to, it's called the Cathedral Trail. And Cathedral Trail will run into the number four. So you can get up to Black Oak Peak that way as well. And it's it's a great hike. It's I don't really like that parking venue. So I would right. park somewhere else and just walk the trail to that yeah. spot. When I was there the other day, um, there were a lot of people and this was a day, this was like an afternoon and it was misty and foggy. It wasn't a, a beautiful day and there were still a lot of people there um, parked and then walking across that area. I know during the rally or, you know, towards the end of July, there's a lot of motorcyclists that are uh, making that hairpin right. curve there. And also there's a photographer that will sit down at the bottom and there's just a lot of congestion and traffic in and, that area. And so. Sometimes you'll see, you know, um, RV people that somehow got their vehicle through these tunnels <laughs> unscathed <laughs> and, and they look like they're ready to head to the pub. So, it's, <laughs> right. so, um, so I, one thing I, and I know you've mentioned this so many times before, it's really best to try to get out there early in the morning, 7.30, oh, 8 o'clock and have a lot of it to yourself or almost just to yourself and just be able to appreciate and enjoy. Absolutely. So. Uh, I would go early. I mean, all this stuff early. We did it last Friday. You helped me with my family when we were doing that. And we, I think we left Keystone area at seven, headed down Iron Mountain. And we were up there fairly early. We were to the lake, but um, the lake we're going to get to in a little bit, folks. But yeah, we were there and the traffic wasn't that. My advice would be avoid this road in the summer months, the busy months, 11 a.m., 2 p.m. It's just crowded there and sometimes the RVs and the the big the really big buses cannot do this on tours they don't but there's modified buses that go through there which I've had the joy and pleasure to be behind them at this time and then it's a long wait to get through then so two cents of advice there avoid that right yeah um, so back to the cathedral area then 
So you, you get through there and then that's often a very common place for the rock climbers. So you can see the rock climbers, the hikers on the trail. And then there is a place not far from there and it's a trailhead called Little Devil's Tower. It has nothing to do with Devil's Tower. It's a rock along the trail. And that's a good place to park because it's not that crowded. It's a safe place to park. And you can get on that trail. It's, the, it's part of the number four. And then that number four will take you back behind the cathedral and then on up to Black Elk Peak. So that's a great hike also. And then as you continue on your drive on the Needles Highway, you'll hit the Eye of the Needle Tunnel, which is longer than any of the other tunnels that we've done on our podcast. And it's, it's narrower than most. And it's also whether you're coming from this side or the other side, you can't see through the tunnel until you make the turn. So it's really best if somebody else is in front of you, because you, then if you back up, you'll see them start in the tunnel and then they'll, you see their taillight or uh, backup lights come on because somebody else is in the tunnel, they back up. But if they go, just follow them. Don't, don't, <laughs> this is not sharing time. If, if the traffic right. goes through the tunnel, you just go. Yeah, just piggyback. <laughs> and they do not direct traffic there. There's nobody to help you except during the nine days or so in August when the holidays are here, then they'll have a couple of guys with chairs and flags. And that's kind of nice, but it's very busy then and loud. So to you motorcycle enthusiasts out there, I know you can't help yourselves, but every one of them will rev their throttle once they're in that tunnel. <laughs> it makes it they louder. Do. Do. <laughs> uh, you, so now we're going through the tunnel and people love it and it's, it's narrow. And sometimes I'll, I'll reach to the side and pull in my mirror. And if there's somebody riding shotgun, they'll say, should I pull this in? And I usually just say, no, I just do that for dramatic effect. And, <laughs> and they laugh. But uh, coming through the tunnel then. Then there is one of the needles there, and it has a hole near the top. So that is called the Eye of the Needle, hence the Eye of the Needle Tunnel. And there's places to park there. I strongly encourage you, don't do that. If it's really busy this time of year, you're going to park. And then there's going to be a whole string of cars backed up at the tunnel or coming through the tunnel. And you can't see them coming through the tunnel, and you're, you might be stuck there. You're just there. So right? if you come through the tunnel, just have your people ready to look. Now, if it's if it's not busy or you're there early in the morning and nobody's there, you can just pull right over and pop out. But if you're there and it's busy, I would just keep on moving. Keep going. Um, yeah. So the Nomad Land, there's a scene from that movie where she's going through the tunnel there from the Sylvan Lake side. She's going the opposite direction that we're traveling today. But yeah. well, um, her I, van I, is going through the tunnel. So. I blush in embarrassment because I bring that movie up often when I'm doing the Badlands <laughs> and I can name every scene and. And actually even remember that one but but i anyway so kudos to you on your your movie trivia um also one thing that i did want to point out too like when you leave that parking lot area as you pass the eye of the needle you it's very narrow right there too so right. it's almost like one way um, right. when we were traveling down through there there was a big truck um and we felt almost felt like we were going to hit the rock beside us because it did not look like the both of us were going to get through that little passageway. So right. just kind of be aware of other drivers right. on the Needles Highway because it does get kind of iffy right. in spots. And I'm I'm big on yield. I mean, I'm not in a hurry to get through there. I don't want to take my mirror off or the other person's mirror. So I yield and wave people through often. But my big advice to you folks is if they go through the tunnel, follow them mm -hmm. and and 
you know, if you take your mirror and put it right next to the edge, you're probably wider on the other side. Yes. So I have right. never hit the tunnel. So yeah. People have though. I've seen evidence where people there's glass in the tunnel or <laughs> Oh, or, that would be a bad day <laughs> for bad. sure. Indeed. Um, but I do think like as long as you're driving slowly and just taking in the whole Needles Highway and enjoying the um, scenery and just be patient. That's right. I think the number one thing is be patient. So. And if you get up in the morning and it's foggy and it shows that, go do something else. It's it's you, often you, if it's foggy, same with Mount Rushmore, any of those, go do something else that day, go down and do the wildlife loop, something else. But Right. Um, Good point. All right. So now we saw the Eye of the Needles, and now it's a short drive downhill, and we'll go by that trailhead that is the Little Devil's Tower. So if you wanted to do short hike, that's a good spot. Uh, we're going to go down and see Sylvan Lake, which was created 18... 90s 80s it's just uh, there are no natural lakes in the west half of south dakota so they're all reservoirs so there's a little dam there and it dammed up the water and then you got some of the rock formations or needles sticking up out of the water some of you might remember national treasure 2 at the end nicholas cage that's that's where they filmed that it's not behind and mount rushmore it is not it's right. off needles highway it's probably 12 15 miles or so from rushmore but it's very popular. So there's a little swimming beach there. A lot of our high school students like to jump off the rocks right where it says don't jump off the rocks. <laughs> right. um, it's the trailhead for number nine, number four, the Sunday Gulch Trail. There's a trail that goes around the lake. The lake is very small. And then there is a lodge, Sylvan Lake Lodge, which at one time, the original Sylvan Lake Lodge, 1890s, was on the shore burned down electrical fire in 1935 the new one is up on the hill so the lake is very popular for the outdoor weddings have no idea what it costs to get married there i've never attended one other than driving through on a tour and saying that's a wedding and right yeah um and the, the access to the so if great grandma comes great grandpa and they're not extremely mobile it's it's a little difficult to access that um, right foot. and the parking area there too gets gets full very quickly and um is just kind of hard like there are the the overflow parking but that those still get right, right. yeah and full. again if, if you want to see sylvan if you just want to see sylvan lake or do these hikes go early in the morning because mm -hmm. there have been times i'm there and somebody wants to stop and there's just right. no parking there so may is great september is great but june hot days june july and august there's a lot of people there because yes. of the lake and all the hiking trails and they do rent um kayaks and stuff there don't they or is they, that a different they outfit? do out of the out of the general store that's being rebuilt there presently okay. so then um we've seen the lake we've done the needles highway and this is all part of Custer State Park, which is 110 square miles, but this portion is sort of an outlier from the main body of the park. And now we wanna um, leave the Sylvan Lake area and we come to a stop sign. You can turn right and go down Highway 87, which takes you to between Mount Rushmore and Crazy Horse, the highway. But we're gonna turn left on Highway 89, and it's about six miles to the town of Custer. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty, it's, you're going downhill now, so use those downshift buttons to save your brakes. It's a right. safe highway, it's fine, but you're going downhill mostly. And then along the way, you're going to pass a small private herd of bison. 
it's a private ranch, uh, and he even has signs on there that says like, um, like a like a re bison refuge or something. And you don't always see them because sometimes they're out by the road, sometimes they're not. And then he also has some impressive longhorn cattle. The, I mean, horns wider than some of the jeeps we drive, right, and yeah. I've never seen any that large anywhere. And so if they're out by the road, we stop and look at them. Now his herd, I suspect has a little bit of cattle genetics in it because there's probably about three of his bison that are very light colored, creamy colored. Right. They're not sacred albino white calves. They probably have cattle yes. genetics. So I, yes, the other day when I was driving by there, well, when we went with your family, we did not see the, the cattle. We did see the bison, right? Okay. I, I think believe we you. did. <laughs> um, but then when I drove by a couple of days ago or just recently, the longhorn were out, and so were all the bison, and I did see some of those lighter colors. They're right. really pretty. And it's a it's a fun little road because it's not heavily, uh, you don't see a lot of traffic on there. It's a safe road, and then besides those, some you know, often I'll see some wild turkeys, some wild deer, and although some people say, well, we have deer in our backyard, so they don't right. get that impressed. But, uh, but probably not the mule deer. I mean, but, I yeah, know back in Tennessee, we don't true. have those. Right. So. And, you, you know, a lot of people, they never heard of a mule deer and it's it's similar in size to a whitetail maybe a little bit bigger but they have exceptionally large ears and that's where they get their name mule deer but yeah so then this this road then would come to an end uh down on um you either turn right to the town of custer so maybe you want to stop and have a lunch break or pick up some lunch or you can turn left and we'll go to custer state park and do a picnic there and then we would head to the wildlife loop right so, so back going back to custer i just have a question for you yes what is your favorite restaurant in custer the town of custer do you have a favorite uh most often because i'm touring we're doing sandwiches and things that right. we bring along i know a lot of people talk about the purple pie i've never eaten there right. uh the only one i've eaten there's a burger place there the black hills Burger and bun or yeah, something like that. It's really good. And I yeah. think I've eaten there twice and I had the Mediterranean burger and I thought it was really good. Yep. But uh, on my days off, I, I live, I live <laughs> west of Rapid City and that's the other way. And right. Yeah. So, but, we um, we went to the Beg and Burrow. It's seasonal. They're only open. Okay. And it was so, it's a Mexican restaurant. It was so, so good. It's oh, just, good. Yeah. There's one. It has sort of a Scandinavian name, and yes. it's new, and I haven't been there. I Googled them, and they had really limited hours. Yes. needed a reservation, so yeah, I didn't tell Skogan? my wife. I had good intentions, but yeah. I haven't brought it up, so we I think gone. it's called Skogan Kitchen or something like that. Yeah, it has... We'll have to get some information on that and let right. you guys know in the next episode. But okay. I've, yeah, so I always like to know restaurants and things like that, too. So um, I guess we're going to stop there for today, and... And then, or do you want to keep going? Um, I think that's a good stopping point. And then when we pick it up, we'll head down to the wildlife loop and see if we can find those crafty bison. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Thank you, Jeff, for sharing your knowledge and taking us on this journey today. Okay. So then you say, thank you, Miranda. Oh, Thank you, Miranda. I was spacing out there. Sorry. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. A big thank you goes out to all of our incredible listeners who joined us on an unforgettable expedition along the mesmerizing Needles Highway and the remarkable highlights of Custer State Park here on Roaming West River. 
If you've been captivated by our roaming adventures, we kindly ask you to share and renew, I'm sorry, review our podcast on your preferred platform. And don't forget to explore our show notes where you'll find links to all of our social media accounts and our website. There you can feast your eyes on captivating pictures and videos of the hidden gems we discovered in this episode. Keep an eye out for episode number four coming your way next week. Until then, roam on, friends. Roam on.